Hello everyone, welcome to Dungeon Boys. My name is Keith, I'll be your DM. Josh playing as Arlo, your forest gnome druid. Zane is playing as Grim, the Osmar Barbarian. John playing Eros, your trickster cleric. And I'm Bryce playing as Jack Law, the Paladin, freshly minted. Freshly minted. Elf. Everyone, thank you for. I don't know. Don't know. I don't have to have these on my head because I don't hear anything. Right. Um. I just I feel comfortable when I'm on a webcam having those. But welcome to Dungeon Boys. Phase two of Tank Media Games has begun. This is phase two. Um, what you may or may not notice throughout this video is that this is an absolute cobbled together mess. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you that now. I was talking I, about us. I really like the way that this video is looking with the different, you know, with the quality of cameras we're working with <laughs> and the, the, the spaces that we're working with. We are absolutely packed in a foam covered tin can. It is very small. I might as well be sitting in Bryce's lap. <laughs> yeah. Don't be <laughs> confused. Like. I was on a different webcam and I was looking at this and I was like, man, they've got some good space in there. They don't. <laughs> there's they no do space. not. There's yeah. no space in here. But I mean, looking at the camera, like you're way over there. We're way over here. Like this is a big room. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're pretty spread out. We're not shoulder to shoulder, but. Right. I I'm, mean, about to, I'm about it, to break immersion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to Dungeon Boys. Um, I'm praying that this aud this auditorily comes out well. We're working on getting this right. We want to be in person recording these videos. We we, we want to make them the best that they can be. Uh, the phase two announcement of video of Tank Media Games. If you saw that, you know that Dungeon Boys will be going back to us recording in person and being released in a pre-recorded fashion, not live. Um, that video was pretty cool. If you haven't seen it, go go watch it. I work pretty hard on that, and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Josh is nodding like he's seen it. He doesn't even know it's good, and he's already look at that kind of support. I'm just I'm I'm happy we're moving <laughs> to a new format. Yep, it's nice and bite sized and I know that that any video you put out is spot on. Man. Bryce, really Josh really doesn't want Arlo to die today. <laughs> just, a show? Just, a show? just kidding. But we are going back. The episodes of Dungeon Boys will be a little bit shorter, around an hour-ish. Um, I'm going to try to do some editing on those. Maybe, hopefully, cutting out some parts that you don't need. Uh, but let's, anyway, get back into it. Last week, you guys went through three or two, two, three trials. Uh, no, three trials. Yeah. Strength, uh, in speed, and dancing. And dancing uh, in, in the Golnock village, you guys went into a cave. There is a village of, they call themselves the Golnocks, and it is revealed that they are a race of giants, a village of giants that has been charged with protecting and uh, dis deciding whether those who wish to go into the storeroom of Moradin uh, are worthy. So there are two steps of worthiness. You have to pass their tests to, for them to even take you to the door to the storeroom. And then you have to touch the statue. It just is so nice to look in your eyes while we play D&D. &D. It's just so nice. <laughs> it adds to the magic. Uh, Almost you, makes this cobbledness worth it. It does make it worth it. Right. Um, but anyway, you have to go also and touch the statue, you know, mentally, emotionally seek out from Aradin and see whether he will allow you into his storeroom. You guys touched the statue to see if you were worthy. It did not work. It did not work. No, it did not. The statue. I'm gonna. I'll put a. I'll put a po picture in post. If you can see behind me on the green screen, um, 
Hopefully the green screen works properly and the fish island turns my head into a crescent moon. <laughs> um, you should be seeing now the reference for this thing. It looks very much like a troll from God of War, the new God of War 2018 game. It's a guy, It's a big 20-foot-tall dwarf statue. It's holding a big 12-foot stone pylon as a weapon, and it's got its arm outstretched as if welcoming you to give it a shot. Um, and Show that, me what you got. <laughs> whenever you touch the statue and you look for Maradin to, to give you worthiness, it was not that he said no. It almost felt like nobody was home. It's like you you reached out emotionally, magically, whatever it is in these, you know. It's like when we see this in media, we all assume, like, of course, you know how to use your magic powers. But whatever that process is like in the magic world, you reached out into the ether and, and nothing reached back. It was like nobody's home. And the statue decided that that means that no yes means no. <laughs> and the statue animated itself and it I don't remember what it did but we'll picture that it took its it, the big pylon it was holding on one shoulder grabbed it with the other hand brought it down to its chest looked down at you and with a menacing eyes you know told you that you were not worthy I could almost see that moment where he like cocked it like a shotgun <laughs> uh, and he is he is raised at this point um, you know Kate who is with you your companion Steps backwards. I don't know what. We also have a dog in the room. Yeah. I mean, if I need to take him He's out. He's not on camera, though. No. I mean, we'll let Josh take him out. We don't want yeah. to yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's all good. Uh, anyway. See, there you go. Brief cut already. The dog was chewing plastic and my camera froze. Things happen. Anyway, Kate, your companion who is with you, Kate Fullheart, wife of uh, Torque Fullheart that you left behind in Buckland to go on this mission to seek Moradin's tiny orb. She's with you. She steps back and she says... Well, I guess we're not worthy. Uh, and everybody needs to roll initiative at this point. We are going to fight Moradin's storeroom guard. Can you find us some worthiness? Right out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... Can you... My fancy dice are right beside you, Keith. Your fancy dice? They yeah. are. They are right beside me. Nobody can see that. <laughs> Nobody can see that. That's a lot of light. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Bow. Bow before me. Old favor. All right, so we're gonna roll initiative for sixteen, thirteen. Um, like the chapel. Yeah. Mm. What'd you roll, Arlo? Sixteen. And then Grim. I rolled chapel. Thirteen. Thirteen. Four for me. I got yours on four. Dusty. I think that's a 13. Yes. I gotta check my uh We don't let weenies while we record D Well That's Dungeon Boys After Dark. Is that, <laughs> is that being cut? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still uh, I'm still saving my DM inspiration. Right. Ooh, y'all didn't want that to happen on the initiative roll. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, no. I'm a twelve, not a thirteen. Oh boy! All right. Well, that's unfortunate for everybody. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to then. Oh wait, I'm on the wrong character. You should be seeing. I'm a ten, not a thirteen. All I right. Have zero initiative. Ooh, great, great, great. I got a plus two, but that didn't matter. 
And then, well, you beat out two people. Me? Yep. Sweet. Because Kate maybe has not been in the field as long as you think. <laughs> because this, uh, this, she's getting off to a slow start here. Good golly, Miss Molly. At least she's got some HP. <laughs> um, okay, so it's time to get it's time to get wild, get crazy, get slippery, get juicy up in here. Um, and it might get a little more yeah, it, it might it might get a little more slippery than you want it to because uh, I'm I created this creature, so we'll see how good my DM creature creation goes. Um, Moradin storeroom guard he reaches his he reaches his big uh, pillar up and he brings it around to the right and swings it trying to hit all of you with one sweeping motion uh, he's gonna roll to hit let me know if a f- 16 will hit it will not please got will yeah meets it beats it yeah that'll hit me alright meets it beats it baby meets it beats it yeah it's it's going going get me alright so I'm going to roll damage you let me know if you take it or take it if you want it take it if you ooh, lucky lucky oh my gosh you freaking turkeys <laughs> <laughs> lucky 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 it's um, only 150 damage <laughs> <laughs> no it's not wow. it's not that few it's only 9 damage actually right now oh well whoops Oh no! Nine yeah, damage. Mm. It's only nine damage. Yeah, you're not looking so good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say. He's like level four. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. No, I'm at level five. Oh, All right. Level five. Yeah. What's yours? Whoa, there's Zenus. People can see those motions <laughs> now. You're gonna get mean comments. <laughs> Leave the kid alone. All right. Um. So nine damage. I'm just gonna say. Uh, you rolled pretty poorly on that damage that time. He's rusty. Um, He's a little bit rusty, so he swings slowly. Um, Grim, you're able to get out of the way. Everybody else is smacked with that pillar, um, and everybody's going to need to roll a Constitution saving throw for him. Juicy wants to be on camera. Everybody but Grim, excuse me. Oh, okay. Grim's able to jump back. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. my luck's so good. Probably. I got an 18. Just beat that. Here? Okay. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Your drink filled. We need another screen for how far I got smashed. Um, Seventeen. Seventeen. So if you roll over, if you rolled over a ten, you are not prone. If you roll under a ten, you are now prone. Oh. So Arlo, being lower to the ground, just turns horizontally and is now lying. <laughs> Doesn't decrease his height at all. Yep. Same height. Um, he is. You're now prone. So um, let's go ahead and mark you as prone because that's a thing. Or can I? I Wait, what's prone again? Uh, no. Yeah, well, okay. You're just laying down. Yeah, and you. And oh, I just to get up. You have to spend. We'll make you prone like that. Here. Orange is prone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are now prone. Uh, but unfortunately, he is going to do another sweep. Come back across the other way with his with his pillar. He's going to crit fail on that one, so he throws himself off balance, and he swings over all of you. He is indeed a rusty statue made of stone. Um, exceptional, very, very magical. Um, and he is going to stand his ground, holding his pillar there in front of you, uh, and that will be his turn. Is he like elevated? Like I imagine him on a pedestal. But is that not true? He, no, you're all on flat ground. Okay. He was just standing in front of this. If you remember, imagine like um, 
like a semicircle. There's a semicircle on the wall in front of you, which mm-hmm. has the seam for the door, and then you're standing on the other side of a circle, like a semicircle like this, as kind of like the stage for this combat. Got it. Um, okay, so what will you all do? It is now Arlo's turn. It's me turn. You are prone. Who, who's, who's, who's like within grasping range? Everybody. Everybody? Yeah. Oh. This creature has because he has his pillar, he can actually hit you at ten feet. So he's about ten feet away from Dang. it. Okay. Um, I'm like decked out. I'm laid out on the ground, mm-hmm. and I want to. I want to reach out, ground, ground. I don't want to touch you on the ankle. Is all I can reach. <laughs> and I want to. I want to cast uh, enlarge. What's he going to do with a big ankle, Josh? Right? It's just on the ankle. <laughs> Alright, it's a long description, but um, I'll just go through the basics. Target size doubles in all dimensions, and its weight is multiplied by eight. Nice. Uh, growth increases size by one category, so it goes from medium to large. Um, there's not enough room, there's plenty of room. Um, until the spell ends, the target also has advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Nice. Target's weapons also grow to match a new size, so meaty fists. Big hands. Right? <laughs> if they didn't. <laughs> While they're enlarged, the target attacks well, with them dealing extra uh, 1d4, and it lasts for a minute. Cool. All right. So and six turns. Then I'll just use my movement speed to get up. All right, keep track of that for me as far as how long he can be big. You ha- you wear those gauntlets, right? Yeah. So imagine if it didn't make your weapons big and it just destroyed all your weapons. <laughs> Arlo, oh. Arlo, come on. <laughs> no, so Grim, Grim grows twice his size. He's now... Uh, 13 almost, feet tall and 2,400 pounds. He's a big boy. Wait, what? Yeah, he's like 300 pounds. It multiplies the weight by eight. Oh, by eight? I thought it said by two. No, no he by doubles. Eight. Right. Good God. He's a chunky boy. Boy, thick. Right? Aren't you glad I didn't cast reduce? Boy, thick with two C's and a Q U E, baby. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's get it done. Okay. So Grim grows to, Grim standing there to the right of uh, of everybody right there grows to twice his size, eight times his weight, uh, and the monster or the statue as you grow turns to look at you. <laughs> Other than that, I'm just using my movement speed to kind of kind of get back up a little bit okay. um and that's that's it for me all right grim it's your turn buddy man i'm gonna use a bonus action to rage one good time all right um, rage it up just for full effect uh, so so when that happens i just imagine grim like looks down at, at his angle because he's kind of like probably crouched or whatever just you know in dodge mode and then he um he like just looks at at Arlo and then sees Arlo just get really, really small in there. Like, <laughs> and then once he realizes, he's kind of like looking around like, yes! <laughs> um, and then he rages and he's going to recklessly attack this man, um, this this creature, and punch at him for one good two times. Okay, do it. Crushes us all in the process. <laughs> uh, oh crap, I forgot the first one. 21. Uh, 21. 20, is this 21 hit? A 21 will hit. Nice. Okay, Ooh. I'm going to... I think I can just roll with it. Oh, yeah, I can roll with advantage. Oh, okay, cool. I got a critical on the second one. All right. Um, so let's see. Hang on. There's, so there's some, some stuff I'm going to look up for that really quick. Uh, where is it? Okay. Josh, do you have jump as a spell? I do. Okay, so at ninth level, I roll one additional damage die. So 
I'll have to sort that out in a second. You get an extra D4. I do get an extra D4, so that's... Oh, gosh, that's crazy. Oh, man, that's so good. So, I'm going to use your D4 if you're okay with that. Do it. Oh, one. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, 23 damage for the first strike. Okay. Um, and then I can roll crits, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 34 damage for the second strike. Wolf McGoof. Um. And he's just, Grim's just kind of like going straight for like the, the jaw on this one. Gotcha. So yeah, you punch him twice, pieces of his stone body crack a little bit, pieces of them crumble off. He tries to raise his pillar up to block one of them, but you're able to slide a fist by clocking him one time in the jaw. He spits out a few, a few stone teeth on the ground. <sighs> nice. Um, this is a cool scene. It is. I'm pleased. So, I don't imagine Grim would be able to do it this time, but what would it take for him to, like... I guess it should be a grapple. Never mind. That's... Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're almost his size. He's still taller than you right now, so you did have to punch up a little bit, but mm-hmm. not as far up as if you would have had earlier. Easy to get the uppercut. Mm-hmm. Um, for As far as movement, like, I kind of want to twist a little bit so that I'm not like stepping on my companions so okay. just like twisting around to the right kind of where the E is on his statue I guess okay you move into him you guys as best as you can try to talk into those mics because our audio is all hooked together and I hope just want it to turn out right um, it is now Jack's turn sweet how tall is this dude 20 feet 20 feet Oh, no. Like that wolf from before. <laughs> okay. So I am going to use a bonus action to cast, or not cast, I'm going to use my channel divinity, one of them, to uh, activate the peerless athlete ability. Okay. For the next 10 minutes, I have advantage on strength, uh, or I have advantage on athletics and acrobatics checks. I can carry, push, drag, and lift twice as much weight as normal, and the distance of my long and high jumps increases by 10. Proud of you. Sweet. Um, I don't really know what I'm going to do for my action. I guess I'll use my uh, lance of lancing. Okay. So I'm going to chuck it. Chuck that lance of Hades. Will do. You are 10 feet away. Okay. Um, That's a long lance. Does that, does that cause a detriment if it's too close? No, if, okay. if you're if you're within five feet, it does give you disadvantage. Okay. But you're ten feet. All right. Um, that's a seventeen to hit. Um, yeah, that'll hit him. Sweet. Okay. He's um, not the, f- the qu- he's not the you not he's not so swift of foot or block. Nice. That's uh, eleven damage. Eleven damage. Okay. Okay, and I'll use a free action to recall it. And you said it's a it's a free action to call it, but it's rule of dex save. Yeah, is it just dex? Yeah, just a dex save. My dexterity is zero, so that's an eight. As the as your lance comes back, you so uh, Jack wields the lance of Hades that he got he got from Krong. 
he slings the 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 lance. It collides again to, as Grim punches across the left side of the statue's jaw. When it comes back this way, the lance hits it in the other side, sending his head back the other way. As the lance bounces off, bounces off and spins, you reach out your hand to draw it back to you, but the spin causes it to be a little bit hard to catch. It hits your hand, but it falls at your feet. You'll have to pick it up next time off the ground if you want to use it. That's a free action too, right? Oh uh, yeah, you can interact with one object for free during your turn. It actually breaks into two pieces. <laughs> you have to choose. I just you know. um, okay. What else you got? Um, I want to speech at people. Speech. Arlo, do you have enough spare magic to give me a means of moving a bit more freely? I got magic in spades. All right. If you can make me faster or be able to jump higher, either of those would help. A lot of demands, but all right. Either one. Don't need both. <laughs> also, everybody who's within five feet of me, which is everybody, um, you get plus ten feet to your movement speed on your turn as long as you start it within my five feet. Nice. Now I can move like a regular person. Yep. Don't we also get bonuses to saving throws? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Something like that. I'll look at it. Uh, I'm done with my turn, so I'll look at that while y'all do something. All right. It is now Kate's turn. Kate does. She turns to you, uh, Jack, and says, I'm best best with the bow. I appreciate the extra speed. And she goes to run um, away to get some distance from this giant creature that she is by no means <laughs> equipped to defeat. Um, so she's going to run off this direction and run away, provoking, unfortunately, an opportunity attack from the creature. We all turn around and attack. It's going to hit. He grabs his stone pillar by the very bottom end and switches it over, coming off the, the being hit in the face. Ooh. Goes to slam it down uh, on top of, of Kate, but it only hits her enough to knock her out from under it. She doesn't get completely squished. Um, and she's going to take... Oof, oof, oof. Five, and then 15, and then she's going to take 22 damage. Yes, everybody add plus 3 to your saving throws. You get my charisma modifier added on to your saving throws. Uh, as he slams down near her... As he slams down near, near her, it, it brushes against her leg and harms her, and some of the floor underneath is cracked and stuff. As she takes a bunch of shrapnel in the back, oh! as she's running away. <laughs> hey, grown grown man, do some effort sounds for a young woman. I can't do it. Sorry. It's not working. <laughs> my, my, I literally can't make my vocal cords vibrate at that frequency. <laughs> so she, comes out. As she, as she, you know, gets the takes the damage, she turns around, puts an arrow into her bow, and lets one rip. Um, <laughs> then fires the arrow. <laughs> <laughs> we can't actually play D and D, can we? <laughs> oh man okay so she's gonna hit with that one i'm gonna roll again because she's gonna fire two arrows um she's also gonna hit with that one so that's two arrows that she's gonna land oh shoot this thing has resistances turkey dang it keith 
Why are you making it so easy for us? There's a lot of turkeys going on, honestly. I got this all real live peacock yesterday. You got to saw it? <laughs> this is being recorded live in South Carolina, y'all. As she yeah. as she knocks both of her both her arrows, she shoots two of them. Uh, both of them uh, hit their mark in its chest, barely chipping off a grain of sand on this um, creature's chest. Hey, go home. Um, she does call out, Boys, I don't know if I'm able to, to hurt this thing very much. Uh... I don't know that we'll be able to either. Hold up, we got this. Grim, question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to need you to tell me to cut up your damage. Um, like in what the different things do, necrotic versus physical and stuff. Um, Next time. Okay. Well, it's, it's technically all magic because of the gloves. Right, yeah, because it is magical. Right, right, right. But yeah. it's uh, bludgeoning and piercing, if that matters. Okay. Because cool. like, Grim is, while raging, he's resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical damage. Right. So Understandable. I'm with you now. Okay. okay. Moving along, it is our Eros' turn, young go. man. Uh, Big John. I think I'm going to look at a statue. <laughs> And I'm gonna be like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, mmm. And I'm gonna use command. <laughs> okay. I'm determined to use command on this dude. Wait, does command work on constructs? I think so. Speak with one word command on. Oh, wait. Is that a creature? I'm... It's a creature. Okay. Within, within range, so like. You're within, it's within okay. range. Within range, target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or follow the command. On its next turn, spell has no effect if the target is undead. Is undead. If it doesn't understand your language or if your command is directly harmful to it, some typical commands and their effects follow. You might issue a command other than one described right here. If you yeah, don't, okay, don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's just a yeah. one word command. You can't right. tell it to kill it. So. What's your saving throw? Uh, my saving throw is... Your... Josh, don't worry about Josh. I, I don't feel like figuring all of it out right now. That's all good. 14. 14. He rolled an 18. Gosh, this isn't never going to work. That's the thing about those kind of spells where people have to roll against it is they, they work a lot better when, when you're higher level. It's more of a gamble when you're lower. But still, yeah. keep trying. I am. And then I think... What's your command word? Huh? Command word is to just throw throw the... One word. Block. You have to say drop. Oh, I guess just drop, I guess. Okay, well, give it to me in character. Oh, drop the statue. Oh, wait, no. One word. Drop. He looks down at you, staring at him. As he's as he's just crashed down, he lifts his pillar back up, and he says, No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's his... Um, are you going to do any movement? And then I'm going to... Uh, get away, I guess. Not as, yeah. Where are you going? Just like the opposite of where the statue is. Like, you heading backwards? Yeah. Basically. Okay, yeah. running away. All right, cool. Um, it is now the statue's turn. Ooh. It is going to turn its attention to young Grimley, the large boy to his left. Mm. That's and he's. Oh, I don't understand. We need plus seven strength, barbarian. At twenty level, you get your strength score increases by oh, okay. four. Um, so you use strength to determine, like, you can, if you make a running jump, 
So typically, if you jump, you can move, you can jump a distance up to your strength score. But if you move a running jump, you also add your strength modifier to that. So it'd be like twenty-five. If for a barbarian, it'd be thirty-one max. But with the jump spell, you would triple that, so it'd be ninety-three. Okay. Well, I looked up the jump five e. It said three plus your strength modifier. That's for straight up. Yeah. So with this, it would be like triple that. Okay. All right. All right. So triple. We were talking about the jump spell earlier. Yeah. It is now the bad guy's turn again. Yeah. He's not. A, maybe he's not a bad guy. He's, he's doing his job. You he are a bad guy. Well, you are not. <laughs> All right. Anyway, he's doing his job. Um, he's going to try to smack down on you, Mister Grim. Double smash you. He is going to roll a nineteen to hit. Beats it. Beats it. Beats it. Beats it. And then he is going to roll a not nineteen, which will not hit. So, he's going to slam a jamma on you. Do it. Hit me. <clears throat> that dice keep rolling. That dice keep, mm. keep rolling. 25 damage. Is that magical or not magical? Um, that is going to be bludgeoning damage. Okay, so like 13? But he also... He is a magical. He's all. He's all magic. He's animated by magic. So what? Are, in my opinion, that's a magical thing. Hmm. He is hitting you with a rock. You. But he is god possessed. Is the rock god possessed, or is the rock just rock? Yes, that that's is. That is. So you you, you decide whatever you decide. We're not going to be mad. Yeah. About no, that does make sense. If he were to but, punch you, it'd be magical. Yeah, it would extend to his whole body. I mean, otherwise there'd be parts of him that couldn't move and stuff. Right. True. The rock is not a part of his body. He is currently holding the rock, but yeah, it's not a magical weapon. Yeah. Unless you say it is. No, I'm just trying to. I really didn't consider it earlier. It's not. It's a rock. So thirteen. The magic you experienced through that rock earlier was from the statue, not from the rock. Making the call, it's not magical. The rock. These gods are very short uh, sighted. I almost said fort sighted. <laughs> the god, the god, <laughs> the gods in my world are an extension of me. <laughs> I don't see anything coming. <laughs> All right, so he hits you twice uh, with that bad boy, totaling up twenty-five damage. Um, and he roars, Bro, not worthy. I'll take it like a champ. All right, it is now Arlo's turn. Oy. Um, I think, I think, I think that I will attempt to cast that slow. Okay. We're going to slow this down a little bit. So, actually, no, because that will break concentration on big ground. Okay. So, we're going to avoid that. Um, I am going to, I guess all I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to head over in the direction of arrows, just trying to get some distance. All right. And I would like to cast my, I forget the name of it, Healing Spirit. Okay. On or how does that work? You're the only one who's taking any damage, right? Except no, Kate. 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 Kate's, Kate's taking, taking damage. damage. That's it. Yeah. So I'm going to conjure up my glowing squirrel of health. Okay. And I'm just going to like chuck it that way. Gotcha. 
It so lands sail across the room like a little table flat. Yeah. As you throw it, he pushes out his his the squirrel pushes out his arms. It's also a flying squirrel. <laughs> it, it glides in and lands on Kate's back, and she begins to receive its healing. And she says, "Well, thank you, little one." Uh, how much healing does that do? Oh, let's see, it do. Whatever could you do the first time it's 1d6. Perfect. 1d6. Roll it up. I just imagine if we were evil healing each other, the what? The flying squirrel would, would make the noise of those like Himalayan death orbs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It is uh Um wait. other than that, just kinda headed over towards where um arrows is at, just trying to get a stomping range. Cool. Sounds good. Um and that is that's it for me. All right. Um, next is uh, Grim. Cool. Oh, crap. Keith, I'm so sorry. I forgot. He should have attacked with advantage. Should he have? Yeah, he should have. Because Grim was attacked. Uh, yeah, I should have I should have thought about that. Let's see if he critted on you. <laughs> so I'm gonna, he did. I'm going to give... Um, <laughs> I'll give myself back the 13 health. And you just you just do it. Okay. Do it well, why don't you just double the thirteen? Okay. Yeah. Just uh, so third, just add six to it. You almost took the full amount from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, normally it doesn't work out that way, but I appreciate I appreciate your uh, your honesty. Um. Okay. Now it's your turn. So I'm gonna recklessly attack him again. Okay. Because. Why not? Well, this time I get three attacks. Got to the burner. <laughs> oh, booga. All right, let's see. Um, 22. That will definitely hit him for sure. Okay. 20. Not natural. 20. With extra attack, can you make multiple ranged attacks? So, 22, 20, and 29? Yeah, so one critical and then two just regular attacks. Okay, gotcha. Roll that damage um, for me. Yeah, with extra attack, you can make um, just weapon attacks. Um, okay. Any number of attacks. Except for Grim specifically being a berserker, he can only make a melee attack as a bonus action because of his subclass. So if I had caught the lance, could have thrown it again. <laughs> <laughs> 24. Okay. Oh, no. Hang on. Hang on. I got a D4 to add. 25. The whole one. Uh, 21. And then... That's 46 total? 40 damage for the crit. Great, well, is man. this any, like, necrotic damage? Yeah, some of it is. Okay. That's just, that's added in there already. Okay. Well, Keith just told you. Yeah, like, I do want to know how much was necrotic. Uh, just 15. Okay, 15 of that was necrotic. Okay, gotcha. That's juicy. Gotcha. Good eye. John, good eye. Good eye. Okay, um, so whenever you do that, you hit him three more times. So I picture like one in the one in the face. You come under, hit him one in the ribs. And he's trying to go ahead. Tell me I how wanna, you do it. I want all three to go for his right knee. His left knee. <laughs> okay. Mm. You drop you drop to a knee, twist back and punch him three times in the knee. His knee... Um, pieces of it are cracking underneath the foot's on the uh, oh did I kick the my bad Um, he his his knee is you know it's not crumbling but you're definitely putting some cracks in it 
um, and you know, it, it begin it wobbles underneath your underneath your fist. I mean, it's still firmly planted there, but you know, it hurts that you're punching him in his knee. He looks down and goes. As you're punching him, and he takes the damage. But another thing that happens after you punch him to this point, you, you've cracked enough of him, you hit him enough times, this uh, bluish aura appears around him. Almost as if he's, you know, not being completely shielded, but something is, is continuing to bind him together. Um, you can, and, and with every hit, it is glowing a little bit brighter now. So that last hit, you know, it started as a very light blue on your first of those three hits. And as you hit it the third time, this blue aura that's around his body is is getting a little bit brighter and a little bit brighter. And now it is Jack's turn. Cool. Do it. I'm going to use a bonus action to cast the spell Shield of Faith on me. So this is the first level spell. And now I got plus two to my AC, making it a 21. Nice. All right. And then I'm going to give it the old leapster. Okay. I'm going to jump up, and I want to try and grab onto his head. Okay. But while I'm jumping... I want to go ahead and smack him on the way up. Okay. With one of my attacks. Smack him with one of your attacks. Hmm. That's a miss. And then ooh, both of them miss. So I'm just go, jumping up trying to get one. <laughs> so as you jump up and you you're hitting him with your lance. Yeah. Just... You swipe back and forth and and they collide with this like force field and and they do pass through, but you can tell that like it almost slows it down as you go through it. And you tank off of his chest both times as you go up to land. You're, um, you're landing on his on his what now? I'm trying to get like on his shoulders, like legs around the neck. Okay, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need an, an athletics check on this. I I got advantage. Okay. Natalie. You succeed. <laughs> you, you leap up with your with your lance. I picture at this point your lance is like you're holding you're gripping it at like the very bottom and like swinging it almost like a you know, like a whip, like swing, swing, trying to get at him as you jump up and then land on his neck, <laughs> on his shoulders. Yeah. Like piggyback, right? Yeah. Wait, so arms around the neck, knees at his ribs? No, like on his shoulders, yeah. No. Okay, so you're sitting on his shoulders, like wrapping your knees and arms around his... Yeah. Okay. Um, there is a purpose to this other than just like the general hopping up on big creatures, but I can't make... I can't make perception checks and stuff right now because I did an action, correct? Or is right. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Free action? I don't think that's free. Okay. Hi. There's a purpose? Yes. Okay. Audience, there's a purpose. <laughs> I'm looking for the off switch. <laughs> but no, I'm really, I am looking for like, obviously there's something like a force field forming around him. I'm looking for like a, any special doohickeys, symbols, gemstone glowing with the power of the gods. Gotcha. Like that. Of course, I'm not actually looking yet. i got to do an action to do that. Okay. That's the end of my turn. Understandable. All right. It is now Kate's turn. She calls out and she says, I'll try again. I'm not sure if it's going to work. Um, don't hit me. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. Don't ooh. hit me. <laughs> 
she rolls an 18. Ooh. Both of her arrows this time, she fires one and one lands like right to the right of your leg and it goes into this force field and it like, the velocity of it is slowed down to where it just barely tinks against his his uh, body and then it falls falls down to the ground. Her other one, she's shaky and it passes right by its head and you have to get out of the way of it if you roll two. <laughs> you have to get out of the way of it but the arrow does fly by. A lock of your hair is sliced off as it goes by. I'm going to look at her. Like, obviously I'm not going to say try not to hit me because yeah. she's not trying to hit me but still I'm going to look at her like, yeah, you can do better. <laughs> she does a face like... <laughs> um, and she begins to knock another arrow for firing um, but she's she's happy where she's at and by this time all the all the crunching and crackling has has placed a couple of um, a couple of rocks coming up out of the ground there's one over here well, that's a nasty gray that's not visible at all there's one here Another rock has appeared over in this direction, and a big rock has appeared over here. They're about big enough for um, for like a quarter cover, so she's going to run over here and try to take cover just in case he can do something special. Um, it is now our Eros' turn. Big John. But I shall do Eldric Blast. Yeah! When in doubt, whip it out. Mm-hmm. So that's my motto. <laughs> Will a thirteen hit? Unfortunately, no. Oh, your mo- oh yeah, this with your modifier. Mm-hmm. Boo. No. So. You get two of those. Huh? Oh yeah, I do. This is one. Yeah, you're level five. Twenty-one. Unfortunately, it collides with his body. And you can see the magic enter this force field, and again, the velocity of it slowed down some. He doesn't take any damage from. It. But it did hit. But it did hit you. You aimed and you yeah. it hit the it hit yeah. his body. Well, I know that. Okay, so AC. I so I feel like you're saying that that was enough to hit his AC. No, what? like it. We saw that it would have hit his body. It would have hit his body, yes. Yeah. But I don't want you to interpret that as. Mm-hmm. An AC number at this point. Yeah. Okay. Somebody's saying this. I'm just like, uh, why? It's <laughs> like pain already. Pain on the face of Eros as he fire as he tries his best. He know Eros knows, and you know that you're somewhat out of your depth with these yeah. adventurers. You're you're learning quickly. You're growing with experience from being with them. You're trying to catch up. Um, but there, there. Whenever you jumped on the crew, you didn't know you'd be fighting such a big baddies uh, and, so quickly. And now me thinking back in my back in my mind, like out of all the people I had to spy, it just had to be these people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, it is now. Are you going to move at all? Uh, no, I think I'm just going to stand there. All right, you're just going to stand. Feeling ashamed that it hit. <laughs> all right, uh, at this point, he Only is thinking about it. He is going to do his sweet, his double sweep attack, um, which is going to uh, try to go for you, Grim. He's trying to hit you and knock you down. He's going to roll once. He's going to roll a twenty-one to hit. Why you tell me that? <laughs> you almost got away with it too. <laughs> if it wasn't for me and my twenty rolling dice. <laughs> 
All right. Yep. So we're going to have to double that damage. Robert. Are those are the dice that don't like Xenus. Yeah. Do you normally use those when we record? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just remember every time we got together and you used those dice, it was always nat 20s on <laughs> I'm sorry. I promise. It's there, sitting in the tray at the 20. I, I, I ain't gonna do you like that. Um, the only time I fudge rolls, there have been times where I would fudge rolls for the story, but I have never fudged a roll to hurt anybody. <laughs> I promise. Everybody knows DMs fudge rolls. Everybody knows. All right. Anyway, like like once in a blue moon, I feel like I'm in trouble now. No. All right, roll the dice. Roll. We roll damage. Um, it was 15 damage. Roll a Constitution saving throw 24. for me. A 24. 24. 27. <laughs> he, he does. He is able to hit you with his pillar as it comes across, and it knocks you back. Um, but you're able to keep your footing, and his pillar is going to come back and grab you or try to hit you again. This time, he's only going to roll uh, a twelve. Uh, yes, yeah, God, sorry, dude. Yeah. I want you to hurt me, Keith. It's <laughs> <laughs> another one. Keith is, Keith is actually just a redneck, and y'all don't know when he's saying he's swinging his pillar around. It's actually his pillow he's meaning to say. So it's only two damage. <laughs> oh my gosh, another another twenty. So I have a friend who created, um, what's his name, Drac? From Drax? Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, yeah. yeah. I can take it. Yeah. <laughs> Four, You're nine, really um, 18, 25 total that time. So 40. 40 total? No, 20. So yeah, to- total damage from both hits is 40. Roll another Constitution saving throw for me. Uh, 19 for that. 19 for that. You are you still stay standing. So he hits you. He swings at you twice, but you're able to maintain your footing as he smacks you with those pillars. How is he feeling? Because um, like, Grim's down a little bit. Like a little bit. Not as much as I imagine this thing would think. Mate, yeah. Does he, um, does he have emotions? He, he doesn't have much of it. His face doesn't move a lot. <laughs> um, he just looks like he's doing... He's, just doing his thing. He doesn't seem like he's giving you a lot of insight as to, you know, he's not like almost about to crumble or anything. Like any of the cracks that you guys have put on him are super are superficial. Mm. Like he's just moving about. Mm. He doesn't look uh, dejected as if he's failed or anything mm. like that yet either. Well, he will. All right, um, Arlo's turn. All right. A lot of stuff I have is like area effects so i'm going to go with a classic i'm going to go with call lightning call lightning inside this cave yes <laughs> dang it is concentration dang it man there's a storm cloud just like creeping down the cave <laughs> yeah. it'll be here in like 20 minutes right. just gotta wait for it gotta wait for it the people okay. at the gold knot village are like yeah and rain down here and Alright, so this so kindly pointed out, uh, it is a concentration base. I got a lot of concentration based stuff. So we're gonna pass on that because um Giant Grim is doing pretty good, mm-hmm. so we're gonna do that. Um I am going to run at the stone giant. Run at it, do that. I'm gonna run at the stone giant. <laughs> Okay. Stumpy little legs is pumping. So, um, Jack's just watching him. I'm going to trying to uh, put you on top of him. 
I'm going to try to see if I can can hit his um, his his pillar that he's swinging. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> All right, he's 20 foot tall. Right. At any given moment, it's going to be like 10 to 13 feet above you. He keeps on swinging it. So. Okay, but you so you want to. That you're you're able to get about twenty five feet, or or how? What's your movement speed? Twenty five. Okay, and, and you, you get increased pl- near Jack, but you aren't near him anymore. Yeah, yeah. have to be when you start. When you start. Okay. okay. I so, mean, if you're within five feet of the statue, I'm within five feet, two dimensionally, but I'm like twenty feet in the air. So yeah, I think that's that's probably a little bit far. I'm saying you're ten feet away from him right now. Oh, that's all good. Um, so I'm going to go with that and. Where is it? Also, I don't know whether I'm going to put dramatic music in this or not. I feel like I should. I'm about to be. Yeah, I'm about to be. You know, working, working part time, but yeah. Uh, okay. All right, I ain't gonna work either. So yeah, I'm just gonna hang out in his area and. Uh, I'm just, I'm trying to get him to swing down this way. I think I have an idea of what's about to happen. Um, it has been determined as a, as a non-magical item, so if I can take away his, his weapon, yeah, cool. So, I'm just, little stumpy me is taunting giant stone boy. Hey, why don't you pick up somebody else? <laughs> Yeah, big boy, come right down here. Small boy. Unworthy. All right, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. It is Grim's turn. Okay. I'm going to, uh, you know, punch him. <laughs> okay. Do that thing I do. Uh, again with Reckless Attack, because I'm a one-trick pony, so that's 28 for the first one. That will hit. Uh, that's 26 for the second one. That will hit still. And uh, 22 for the third one. So no advantage this time. But Dang. Uh, yep. No, no uh, crit. Those all three will still hit him. So... Even with his new upgrades. Mm. 26. <clears throat> 20, 25. 21. Um, and 15 of that is going to be necrotic. Okay, so... 26, 25, 21. Yeah. So that's, 20, that's 57. Um, and 15 of that is necrotic. So... Oh, got it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. When you punch him, you feel your fist as you punch him. They they slow down as they go through that blue force field, but you do feel yourself continuing to do damage. But still hitting his knees. Still hitting his knees. You're still hitting his knees. Gotcha. You're still just punching at his one knee. At this point, uh, the cracks that you're making in his knee do feel a little like you know they're they seem to be increasing. You might be onto something here. Who knows? Um, but yeah, you're continuing to punch him. But every hit you make on him, that force field grows brighter and brighter. Um, he's he's becoming more bright, bright blue. You know, it's still translucent, but it's becoming brighter and brighter around him. We're all gonna die. Yeah, but it'll look really cool. I mean, it will. I've got like seven different characters I can roll up right now. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm good man. <laughs> all right. Uh, it is now Jack's turn. Sweet. Uh, okay, I'm going to use my action to take a peek around. Okay. I want to see if there is 
I'm looking for a weak spot, but I'm in specific searching for something that's causing this like magic absorption field or something like that. Yeah. Does he have like a like a crevice I can dig my lance into and prize head off? <laughs> okay. Nice. That's a sixteen. A sixteen. Um, you look around and this force field is, is it's it's now it's now covering up your legs as you're sitting on top of him and you can definitely feel that your your legs move slower inside this field it is it is slowing down it is reducing you know any sort of velocity of anything coming into it or that's inside it as far as a weak spot or and like a button you could press or something like that you don't see anything at this point that you feel like would be his off switch okay or anything like nothing's drawing your eye like this spot this spot is where he's weak or whatever Alright. Um bonus action. I'm going to use Searing Smite. Ooh. Uh it's just activating it this turn. I already used my action. I can't actually attack with it. But my uh lance is now ablaze. Nice. You you grip your lance tightly, the end of it <laughs> lights on fire. Can I as a free action bring it close to the uh field and see if it starts like siphoning off the flames sure. or anything yeah. if it doesn't taking it back out i don't want to i don't want gotcha. to waste it but you you bring your your blade close to the force field and it doesn't seem to siphon off the flames you get brave and you dip it in and whenever you dip it in inside the force field you don't see any you know the flames have 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 gone away it's still burning on the outside of the blade but on the inside of the blade where you've stuck it into the force field there's no fire when you pull it out the thing lights completely all the way around. Gotcha. Okay. Does it? Okay. It is now Kate's turn. She just shrugs. Fires two more arrows. <laughs> Jack dies. One of them actually does hit. Dang Jack? No. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> what I say about Jack? It's Kate's turn. Yeah. Sorry. She she almost hit me. Oh, gotcha. She did not she did not hit you this time. This time she fires one directly at his forehead. Um and it <clears throat> ain't worth saying how much damage it did. <laughs> not much. It, the arrow the arrow she gets a she really pulls that bow back this time and it fires the arrow. You can hear it tink against his forehead and a little pebble. You know, rolls down through the force field and out. Um, Eros, it's your turn now. Okay. I'm going to use thaumaturgy on my voice. Okay. Make them three times louder. Now I'm going to say, please come over here and please, wait, please tell me how unworthy I am. <laughs> Trying to like taunt him, sort of. Okay. Gotcha. Um, roll a, uh, uh, dice, persuasion, I a performance, a performance check. Ooh. Hold up, thirteen. Okay. He rolls, and he he is not scared of you. He is not convinced you're any bigger than you are, but he may be frustrated with you. And he well, says, "Well, I wasn't trying to intimidate him." Well, I know. I'm just trying to figure out how exact what exactly that category that would fall into. But he turns. He turns towards you and says, You are so unworthy. The unworthiest. And I'm like, well, never plan on being worthy, so 
Okay. <laughs> And then I just stand there again. Did you say okay. that when you're three times as loud? I know, yeah. oh, it's just in my mind. <laughs> Got his arms crossed, kicks a pebble. No, it's just like... I don't even want to be worthy. No, I just put my hands in my pocket and just like, well, never planned on being worthy, so... Eros gets to be at least an audience for this fight, and it's, he's, he's enjoying it. All right, is Magic Guy's time, or um, Magic Boy, Moradin's guard, uh, his turn again. Um, this time he uh, he turns from Grim and he or he looks at Grim and he says, "You're all unworthy." And he looks at Grim, then he looks down at Arlo, and he's going to try to do his sweep and harm both of you. Ooh. He misses. Advantage on Grim. He swings high. Advantage on Grim though. Could hit Grim. Nope. He doesn't. He Ooh. doesn't hit Grim at all. It was a. Two <laughs> this time. So he swings high this time. He tries to take your head off Grim and come back towards Arlo, but he's unsuccessful at hitting either of you. He's, that is a whiff. It's a big whiff. Yeah. He's going to come back around and try it again. Um, the sweep attack shouldn't it be a saving throw for them. Hmm? I mean, you can't really attack two people with a weapon. Wouldn't it be more of a saving throw for them? Just like a area of effect rather than a weapon Yeah, I attack. guess it would make more sense for it to be an attack on one person and then a saving throw for the one behind it. Okay. Um, but I've just been doing it this way the whole time. It, That'll work. Whatever works for the DM. I don't want to uh, uh, figure out how to change it, I guess, right now. Things will be alright. I don't think y'all are going to die from this. Um, he is going to roll a 27 to hit though on both of you. I, did, I already did advantage. <laughs> on Grim. Uh, well, he hits twenty-seven okay. to hit. Yeah. Yep. He, yeah. He gets. He gets up in there. Yeah. Uh, oh man. That's the second swing. Yeah. Ooh. Um. And as he swings his his swings back on these swings, whenever he swings, that force field around him glows a great deal, and especially at the part of the body that he's using to swing. Um, so things might be about to get a little hairy. Who knows? While you're rolling, five is Kate, six. Is Kate still under health? Um, yeah, she's still hurting. You only gave her one. Yeah, she got a. She got four last time. Yep. Um, that's going to be twenty-six damage Ooh. to you who are hit in a Constitution saving throw, please. Uh, twenty-eight. Successful. 20. And you said how much damage? Successful. It was 26. Is that what I said? Yes, sounds familiar. 27. 27, yeah. The thing you said like 10 minutes ago. 27. One, no, 27 to hit. Yeah, the damage. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think the damage was 26. No, I didn't hear the damage. Maybe. Sounds about right. Let us know, YouTube. You won't. You're probably not watching. But if you do, but like if, eight years <laughs> from now, yep. when you watch this video, mm-hmm. let us know. And we'll let go back. Know. We'll change it. <laughs> We'll go back to this save point. Yep. We'll, we'll start just, over. We'll continue going from here. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Arlo is, uh, he's, he's, it's not feeling great, but, you know, this is what he wanted. He wanted to get in close. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, that, I just realized that, yeah, you both are successfully still on your feet. It's Arlo's turn. All right. Um, being that weapon has just passed Arlo and smacked him upside the face. 
Uh, I am going to... You know what? I think I am going to do it. Why not? I'm going to do the uh, stone shape. Okay. So I find where I put it. Yeah. So, touch a stone object of medium size or smaller. Um, basically, like if it fits inside a five foot cube, would that be this, the size of this thing? What? Like a, a five cubic foot area of stone. That's the size of what thing? Like the size of his pillar. pillar. Oh, no, it's 12 feet long and four feet thick. So I would say that would fit inside of a cube of five foot area. Not the whole it's thing. Not, not it's not 12 thing. feet tall. What does okay. it say? Five feet. I'm confused. Oh, and any dimension. Never mind. Yeah, so not 25 by 25, five by five. Five by five. Yeah. Never mind. So I'm going to yeah, do metal in the stone. Okay. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you're gonna go into this? <laughs> I am going to go into the weapon. That's how you avoid getting hit, just as it's coming by. Yeah. Right? All right. So yeah, it it it, stone. it did hit you. Well, magical stone. Has to be non magical stone. It it did hit you and uh, it hit you and it got close to you. Right. So, what do you have to do? You have to concentrate or something on nope. this. You just have to touch it. It's just an action. You All touch right. it and like you enter the stone. All right, so he smacks you really hard, and as he, as he like brings it across your body, you put it like he smacks you in the face, and as you turn over to the side, you slap a hand onto this stone, and you, <laughs> you just go into it. Yeah, you just live in the snow. You, I guess this is my life now. <laughs> um, let's see. I can read the whole thing, uh, but in general, while merged into the stone can't see what's occurring outside of it. Any perception checks uh, are made with disadvantage for like understanding what's going on uh-huh. outside. Um, you may remain aware of passage of time. You can still cast spells. You can still do all that kind of stuff. Um, you can use your movement speed to leave the stone where you entered it, which ends the spell. You otherwise can't move. So I'm just kind of hanging out. Uh, I'm in the stone. So he's just swinging around a stone pillar and I'm inside there. Okay. That's for eight hours though, so. All right. <laughs> I want to speak as Jack. Yep. I'm I'm confused. Grim, is that an oil of a thing? Can he can he do that, or did the statue do that to him? I think it's an oil thing. We, we'll play it by ear. I don't know how we're going to get him out, though. Just be careful not to break that rock, then. Yes, that's probably. Well, we might have to. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, it is now uh, Grim's turn. You gotta deal with it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you gotta deal with the crazy sh- I do. Grim. I'm gonna punch him. Okay. <laughs> Understandable. Like, uh, what's what's that guy from GTA Five? The crazy one. Trevor. Trevor. I'm the sweetest mother here. <laughs> I'm gonna punch him. Um, so I'm gonna do reckless attack again. Do Still it. Don't punch him for that knee. Okay. Come on now. 23. A 23 will not hit. Oh, no. Okay, so none of those hit because I didn't get above a 23. None of them <laughs> hit. All right, so as you punch this time. <laughs> The force field doesn't grow any brighter, but your hands do as they hit this force field slow down to the point where you're barely brushing your knuckles 
against his knee inside this force field. He's he looks at you as he ta- as he, you know, the strength you can feel it kind of not come back to a healing, but it, his knee presses harder into the ground and he turns to you and he says, "Not worthy." <laughs> what else you got? So his punches didn't hit with a twenty-three. Not this time. Okay. Is this like a I should trust you moment? I hit him with an 18 with my thrown lance. Yeah, you should Yeah, you should okay. trust me. Uh, yeah, this isn't me forgetting. Okay. Or, I didn't forget at either point of now or then. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't I don't have any other actions or reactions. Or, well, I have reactions, but no, no actions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, that's all. That's all I'm going to do. All right, cool. All I got. Um, it is now Jack's turn. Cool. Um, Grim, how do you look? Fabulous. Okay. I'm good. Cool. Um. All right. So. I guess I'm going to smack him with roll. Roll an updated perception check for me. Updating perception. This uh, I'm gonna uh, as an extension of your last one. You're still looking around. Okay. That's only a seven, unfortunately. Okay. John, a little quieter. Roll it. What you see, whenever so as an extent, you're look, you're still looking. You're about to give up. You saw that your your flame blade wasn't working properly. You're about to give up. You look and you can see some symbols. So where his head is around his neck and down the back of his the back of his neck, you can see a, f- a couple of symbols. Some symbols that look recognizable. They're not runes. They're not letters. They seem to be pictures of of something that you would recognize, but you can't quite make out what they are. But they seem... They're buttons with pictures of food on them. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> they're not that. They're not buttons either. They're just okay. symbols. All right. You said recognizable symbols? Yeah, they, you, you feel like... You're like, I know what that is. I just can't quite see through all this force field gunk. I could just look a little closer. Like, put like, is it the force field is glowing? Yeah, distorting it. Mm-hmm. I'll put my face in it. All right, you put your face <laughs> into the force field. It's almost as if time slows down around you. The sound of your heartbeat can be heard in your ears. Yep, but you look, and the symbols going down his back are the symbols of tools. There's a hammer. But not like a battle hammer. There's a pickaxe. There's a bucket. There's a shovel. A hoe. Um, a mine cart. Different symbols of symbols that would depict implements used for work going down his spine. Okay. Also, at the you know going down his spine, there's also a picture of like coins, pile a couple of little piles of gold all is like in the single file lying down his back just over and over again repeating 
Okay. That's not in the same line as the tools? No, yeah, all, all in the same line, excuse me. Okay. I was explaining to Bryce that going to, from the center of this um, of this gar, of the statue's skull down to his shoulder blades is a single line of runes that depict working implements and piles of gold. And then once he gets to his shoulders, several different vertical lines of small emblems cover his back with these, with these different implements. Uh, hammers, uh, sickles. Not, he's not particularly Russian. Uh, shovels, buckets, minecarts, gold, things like that. That's what Bryce sees uh, whenever he stick or Jack sees when he sticks his head into the force field. None glowing, nothing spectacular about them. None of them are special. Um, none of them like are glowing any more than the others, but they are, you know, lighting up with the color of this force field underneath. Okay. Um, fellows, there's a bunch of symbols written all over his back. They are, they look like workers' tools and minecarts as piles of gold symbols. It, it doesn't make much sense to me. None of them look like they're a focal point. They're just covering his entire back and go up to his head. Um, so you said that was not an action? That was an extension. That was, yeah, yeah, we'll just call that updating from last time. Okay. Um... I feel like I've definitely wasted that whole uh, burning smite thing. <laughs> so, I don't know if I can... Would you say I could put another smite on it? Like my divine smite? Uh-huh. Double smite? Yeah. So, searing smite is like an arcane, like magical smite. Divine smite is... It's radiant, godly power. I don't see why not. Cool. Yeah, because they have... Well, they both have the same trigger when you hit with a melee attack. Yeah. I say Um, I don't see why not. So this one, I sacrifice a spell slot, and I get that many D8 plus one extra damage. Okay. So I'm going to sacrifice a level one spell slot, and that's going to add two D8 to my swingity-doing. Okay. And then the... Ready to go. Searing Smite adds a D6 of fire damage. Okay. Alright, and it catches fire if it's able to, but it's stone, so. Shall we? No, uh, the attack deals, it causes the target to ignite. I don't know if it catches on fire or not. Probably not because of the magic thing. I'll, I'll give this up. Okay. That's a nat one. <laughs> oh. But it's on a hit, so extra attack. Okay. Hey, there we go. That's a 18 plus 7, 25. That'll hit. Sweet. Okay, so I smack him. Um, I'll do the d12. That's ooh, an 11 plus 4 is 15... Plus four of what? The divine smite? No, four is my strength modifier. Okay. So it's 15 straight up hitting damage. Okay. Then a d6 of... Oh, six fire damage. Okay. Then 2d8. So seven radiant damage. Okay. All right, you're able to drive your lance into his uh, into his right shoulder, 
cracking some rocks off of it. But the fire does dissipate as it goes in there. You can't tell, you can't see that the fire is affecting him very much at all. Okay. Um, but you do do the damage and it is, what else you got for this turn? Um, did I, did it look like anything did the most damage? Was it like the physical damage? Yeah, I mean, it was the, he took all the radiant damage and the, you know, when you jam your spear in into his shoulder, the fire went out, you jam your spear into the rock of his shoulder, he winced and then it flashed with divine light inside and he also winced at that. It didn't seem like any was particular more than the other. Uh, but the fire definitely went out. Oh, we do. And bonus action, first level spell, gonna cast Shield of Faith on Zenus. Okay. Nice. So that's plus two AC to you. Yes. All right, what else you got? Anything? Nope, that's all my first level spells used up. <clears throat> all right, so Kate knocks another arrow, fires it. Again, it hits him in the head, but she fires another arrow. Rolls an at one. (laughs) It's coming directly for you. Oh wait, my free action on my turn. I dropped my lance on the ground at his feet. Oh, you did? Yeah, I I meant meant to do that. I forgot. Okay, gotcha. I I I was adjusting my spells and stuff. All right, you dropped your lance. So you stab him, then you drop his lance, your lance on the ground at your feet, at his feet. Yeah. And then as you look up, an arrow flying directly towards you. Roll a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Poop, that's a zero. Um, 16 plus nothing. Oop. You are barely able to widen your eyes and <laughs> look as another arrow flies by your head. And Kate says, sorry, sorry, I think I'm gonna stop. Would you aim for something else on him? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I really am. I've, He's I've, 20 feet tall. I thought the head would be the best spot. I'll, I'll fire somewhere else. <laughs> um, and it is now Arrows' turn. Arrow's turn? Arrow's is his turn. He thinks it's cool. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I agree, John. It's cool. Uh, was that a toe? That was my toe. Oh, oh it's a toe. <laughs> I'm going to walk up to a giant. And, eat a, pi- and eat a piece of chocolate on I'm your sorry. turn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I'm going to do some stuff. You're going to have to talk through it now. I'm going to walk I'm gonna walk to the giant. And I'm gonna look at him. I'm gonna say, "I bet you can't hear." I mean, I bet you can't hit hit me. What are you attempting, John? I don't know. Death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The giant looks down and says, "Okay, And this is with tha- thaumaturgy, so I'm pretty sure everyone can hear. Yeah, everybody can hear you. Like, what? <laughs> so do I just put a performance check again? No, he heard you. Yeah, he heard me. <laughs> yeah, bet. And then. I'm gonna do a fuel of faith on me. Okay. So that is plus two AC. Mm-hmm. That's Does eighteen it. now. Cool. All right. Um, you got his attention. <laughs> yeah, I got his attention. You didn't want it. <laughs> he's gonna attack um, once at you and then once at Grim because he's not stupid. Um, so. Will a 25 hit you, John? Mm-hmm. You didn't want it. <laughs> I don't think you wanted it. No. <laughs> Call Eight, in the squirrel. 11. 18. No. Uh, 29. No. 
36 damage. Oh, God. Oh, John. He reaches up up his pillar and says, Not worthy. And then slams it down on top of you. What happened? You greasy little smudge. I mean, are you... Are you this that's all you got left? Yes. You ever seen a cockroach get squished by a shoe? Yeah, so, John, I'm gonna, since you took, like, almost all of your health on that one, you're not gonna get a chance to roll a saving throw. Yeah. He slams you down so hard, you're you are shot backwards and prone. Ooh, that is called mercy yeah. from the DM. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's gonna turn to, to you, Grim, and try to smash on you. With advantage. Yep. Um, so how does he hey, get advantage he rolled, is it for you? 20. Oh, yeah. I, I give advantage. I get advantage, but then because I attack recklessly. He rolled 21. Meets it, beats it. Plus three. They're plus two AC. Oh, yeah. That's 21. Oh. I think it's 21. No. 9, 16, 17, uh, 28, and then 20, 35 damage. Mm. <laughs> No unworthy. Uh, do I make a saving throw or no? Because he's, um, he's just straight up hidden. He's not. Yeah, he's not him. doing the. He's not trying to knock you down. He's just smacking on you. Oh no! All right. Um, what is Mister Rock gonna do? Yeah, I want to get to Arlo's turn. We'll we'll end the episode on what Arlo is gonna do. Okay, let's do it. Okay, Arlo, it's your turn, sir. Well, I thought it was Rockmaster. He finished. He hit, did both of his hits. Oh, that was his, okay. I was yeah, saying, he was saying, okay. Almost sucked the soul from Eros's body. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Okay. Then he grabbed it and shoved it back in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get back in there. Ain't done with you yet. Um, let's see. He just made the swing, right? Yeah. All right. This well, is like, no, he just hit Grim. Right. How is he, he? How is he positioned? So he smashed directly in front of him. Like if you're holding a, you know. Vertically, he smashed down on arrows, sending him flying back. Oh, no. And then he grabbed it like a baseball bat and tried to go overhead and bonk Grim with it, which he did. Okay. Is he down this way or is he up this way? He is. He he bonked and now he's back up holding it again. Okay. Above his head. Cool. So, bonus action, I'm going to use my wild shape. Um, I'm going to burn both slots and I'm turning into an earth elemental. So Grim would shrink at this point, right? No, it does not cost concentration. Yeah, because I'm not casting a spell. Oh, yeah, you're just turning it. Sorry, I was thinking the other elemental which you controlled with concentration. You're going to turn into an elemental. Earth elemental. Okay. We're going to do this. And Inside of his... Okay. So I'm dropping the... Meld in the stone. So you fall out the back of it and then... So (laughs) if he's up like this... Yeah. So... So I'm gonna come down as an earth elemental on top of his head. So. Okay. Cool. Let's see. Um, double damage against objects and structures. Is he an object? He's not a structure. He's not a structure. He's not an object. He's a creature. We decided he's a creature. Cool. All right. Multi attack. I just do two big old slams. So right. I got a 14 and I got a 23. Both of those, unfortunately, will not be enough to do cause him to cause him damage. You you he raises his. Does it count as a surprise attack? I mean, yeah, like yeah, I'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Advantage? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. Give, not fourteen. 
and a 22, so never mind. No, None of them yeah. works. So you, work. he raises his baseball bat of stone up, and you, like, you know, backwards like a scuba diver off of a boat, flip out of it, come out, <laughs> out of it with your little tiny frame, <laughs> and then you turn into an earth elemental, just a pile of dirt with arms and legs. I'm up there. And yeah, and falling down like so. The, this thing is facing forward. Jack is on its neck. You're flying down backwards, like staring at the back of Jack's head. Jack turns to you and look as you turn into a giant thing of stone <laughs> and try to bring your hands down on top of this this statue. But unwield the unwieldiness of your stone mech suit is too much for you to handle at first, and you slam down on either side of it. <laughs> causing big cracks and rifts in the ground and the statue's wobbly on his feet and he turns around and he turns his head to you and he says still not worthy and that's where we'll end this episode of uh, Dungeon Boys today thank you guys so much for hanging out I know there are several uh, cuts but you shouldn't have thought many of those hopefully you enjoyed this episode we've gone back to one hour you know ish episodes this is a little over an hour you know let us know what you think if you're listening to this on a podcast please give us a review share a pod- podcast with your friends etc if you're on youtube drop a like drop a follow etc we hope you enjoy um there are all kinds of other links for you to find tank media game stuff as well um and were you trying to get me to do anything else nope. okay thumbs up. okay yes Thank you guys so much. I just clapped into the mic. That's a recording no-no. My camera froze, and that'll be the perfect time to say we love you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Toodles. Ladies. Peace.